Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Clue Combo. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. I'm very excited to yes. do this topic. This was recommended by Kristen Kelly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, and yes, that's the Robert that got naked on New Year's Eve. How do you know this, Robert? That's the question. <laughs> that's the, what we want to know. Oh, how do I know him? No, I know how you know him. Yeah. I was going to say, you, how do know, you, you know, know Kristen. Him. Kristen, yeah. how do you know? Anyway, if Robert, if you're listening, hi, Robert. Hello, Robert. Um, so she sent this, uh, this topic in and I thought this topic was fantastic. It is what is the best clue combo? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a murderer in a location with a weapon. Okay. So. This is difficult. Yes. This is a difficult thing because I th- I thought earlier, I was thinking about this episode earlier today and I thought about well, maybe we've got to do these Venn diagram crossovers and how does this person's skills match up with this? We- and I thought that's going to be a nightmare. Sure. And a giant mess to try and do. That is a huge mess. So – and I also was thinking mm-hmm. – bear with me through this long rambling Take intro. your time. I was also thinking by what measure should we choose what is the best – Right. Because does that mean the most likely to be accomplished? Yeah. Uh, the, like the how to get away with murder? Yes. The, uh, the, uh, most guilty, like seeming, like the most sinister? Is it the, uh, is it the funniest combo we can think of? Right. So here was my thought. Okay. Is why don't we take all three of those mm-hmm. and Assign one of those questions to each of these categories. I think in so doing, if we try to decide on the most effective weapon in a house full of people, Mm -hmm. the most likely suspect, and the funniest room to get murdered in, I think we will come up with a pretty good combo. Okay. So we're basically doing a miniature clean slate episode with three different things. Okay. Um. I see that you have a have, picture opened up on your box. Is that your that box that you are looking at? The, yes. The picture you have open. Yes. Is the 1972 clue set? Yes. With photographs of people. Mm-hmm. On it's them. one big group photograph of everybody together. Yes. yes. Except I think Mrs. Oh no, there's Mrs. White. She's hiding. Mrs. Behind, White is. She's hiding behind the curtain. Well, she's the maid in this version. Yeah. That's the thing. The movie changed a lot of stuff around. This is. Yes. You, do you want to start with the characters? Sure, but we're. I let's. Well, let's. Let's establish we are not talking about the movie. Correct. Which was came out in 80... Mid-80s. Yeah, 83, 84, something 85, like 85, maybe something. You're like just that. counting. Now you're just 86? counting up. Is it 87? Maybe. Do I hear 88? What about 89? Sold. Great. To the lady in the front row. <laughs> Mrs. White. <laughs> That's how she got her million. Um, by the way, uh, I learned a lot of fun facts about these characters. Oh, great. One of them being the original game in 1949 when it came out. It was not Mr. Green, who is now – over the years, these characters have had different uh, looks and different backstories and different incarnations as, as different artists have put their spin on these characters. So we'll go with kind of the the general characteristics that they always have. Okay. And, you know, now there's a million clue boards because they're like, let's just forget those characters. And now it's Hogwarts and yeah. uh, Dumbledore is murdering someone for some reason. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so nowadays, Mr. Green is usually money because he's Mr. Green. He's like a tycoon or mm-hmm. a, or a, or a, in the movie, it's very different, of course. Yeah. Back in the day, when they first came out with the game, 1949, uh, it was Reverend Green. Oh. Yeah. So Reverend Green was the parson and his whole take was, my goodness, who would murder somebody? Which I think is so fun and so British. <laughs> uh, cause the, yeah, the, cause the game came originally from England called Cluedo there, but we call it Clue. Um, that said, I think it is amusing that, and really terrible. Come on, guys. It's 2019. It is Reverend Green. Professor Plum mm-hmm. and Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Miss Scarlet, Mrs. White, and Mrs. Peacock. Yeah. Ah. Get with the times, Clue Game. I'm sure they have by now. I'm sure they've updated. Is this the version you had as a kid? Yes, this is the version. This 1972 box was my. It was the one that my parents had, and that's how I learned to play. You and I are roughly the same age, so we had the same Clue board growing up. Mm -hmm. Here's Mr. Green. Also, he's a tycoon here. Yeah, he's a tycoon. He's got a cigar, and he's got a. He's he's almost dressed like Lex Luthor. Yeah. I think it's also the bald head. He's also rocking a good bald head because he keeps the hair long on the sides and back. Yeah, like Bill Kirkenbauer did in the in the late. So he's three piece suit. He's rolling in the dough. Yeah. What's this guy? Is this guy, is this guy a murderer? This guy kills to clear out his enemies, like somebody who crosses his path. He'll mm-hmm. kill them because life means nothing to him. He's rich. Interesting. I okay. think he would kill, he might kill someone just for the, like, I felt like it. They bothered me. <laughs> See, I think he's not a killer. I think he hires killers. Okay. I don't think, he, I think he is the, he's the man behind the man. So maybe do you think he had some sort of business dealings or he killed, which is the dumbest name of a character, Mr. Body. (laughs) 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 Comes from a long line of corpses. (laughs) Mr. Body. Do you think he killed? Uh, Anyway, he could. He could. And it could be he hired somebody or it was so personal. He's like, I'm doing this myself. I want to do it. Yeah. That's the thing, like, if this game, if this game had, like, in the movie, they just made it that Mr. Body was blackmailing all of them. Yes. It would be fun to know, like, if they had, if there was, like, some sort of book of Clue that gives it, like, if you're doing a murder mystery dinner theater thing, or, like, one of those sit around and, like, the how to host a murder. You know, you've done those box games before. I tried to do a how to host a murder when I was 14, and nobody was as into it as I was. And it seemed very, that seems very young for that. Yeah, I was too young. Did you do Greg Abbott's when he did it? He wrote one. A friend of ours who oh, is a brilliant no, comedian and nuts oh, wrote so one. So great. We didn't make it to that. Um, that ended with an octo- him shooting an octopus in the garage just because he had an inflatable octopus. So he worked the octopus into it. It was, <laughs> it was bonkers, but it was so much fun. And we did this as adults. This is not like yeah. you at 14. This is not us as kids with a no. giant octopus. This we're, is, we were adults who paid yeah. rent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on. Yes. Who do you want to talk about next? Well, let's go down to Professor Plum. All right. Let's get all the ones with jobs first. Yeah. Uh, Professor Plum, I don't see him being a killer. He wears a bow tie. Who is the uh, more, who is the, uh, uh, Napoleon of crime? Professor Moriarty. Yeah. The professor who has to be the smartest person in the room at all times. And, and, you know, I, th- I think part of Moriarty's drive is mm-hmm. certainly to outwit Sherlock Holmes, but also to prove, like, I'm going to commit a, a murder or a terrible crime. Mm-hmm. You'll know that it's me, but you'll have no way of proving it. 
because I'm yeah. so much smarter than you. Same thing that sort of drives the Riddler is that need to feel like he's smarter than Batman. Yeah. So I'm going to leave all of these riddles because I think I can outwit you. Because then that would make him kind of the ultimate supervillain of this game because yeah. more fun backstory when the game first came out in 49 in England um, after, right immediately after the guy got the patent for it I need to look up his name but I don't Jonathan Clue Jonathan Clue mm-hmm. uh, so Jonathan Clue when he went and, and, the, and it was this game was immediately gobbled up and this British company was like great call the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle estate because they wanted to immediately package it as a Sherlock Holmes game mm. so the Doyle estate said no. Uh, I wonder if this character is a holdover or an homage or what. But if the Doyle estate had said yes, Professor Plum would absolutely be the more. It would be. It would be Professor Moriarty. Right. It, that's who it would be. And every time you'd be like, oh, Moriarty did it. That's right? true. <laughs> then, then, yeah, then the game becomes, did he do this one? Right. <laughs> is this the one he didn't do it? He just showed up to. So that is a good, that's, I think that's a Play strong billiards. vote in favor of, uh, of Professor Plum. It could be a good one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will mark him. I'll put a little. Oh, by the way, we have little pieces there. of paper that are just yeah. like the, uh, it's just a printout of the detective notes from the game. <laughs> uh, do you, I, I like that game. I like the game because it's tactile. We talked about this yes. on our best. Did it win best board game? It this? did. Did it? It not? seems like it. No. Maybe. We don't. Wow. Our, uh, our decisions are binding for all Listen, time and we do not remember. I'll them. look it up while you tell everybody all about right. our next. Well, I will say that, yes. um, it, if Professor Plum is Moriarty. Yes. Then our Adler for this is, that's her name, right? What's her first name? Hmm. Irene. Irene. Irene Adler. Yes. Uh, the Irene Adler for this. Would have to be Miss Scarlet. Okay. Right? The yeah, femme fatale. The femme fatale. She's very 1970s attractive, which doesn't mean she wouldn't be attractive right. otherwise. But she's very, like, 1970s. In the 1972 game, she has a short black bob haircut, a Asian dress. I don't know if it's Chinese or Japanese. It's, it's Asian. Me. Yeah, Asian influence, uh, for sure. And a cigarette holder. Like, yeah. oh, if you look at the board and, and this game is like, it's a whodunit game. You go, oh, her. <laughs> Her is who done it. Clue did win best board game, by the it way. It did win best board yeah, game. Yeah, she does look like she's murdered a bunch yeah. of people. If you she look looks- down the line, you're like, all right, a maid, a colonialist, a, uh, a, colonialist. a professor, a, uh, well, I always think of, we'll get to Colonel Mustard, yeah. but like all of these things, and then you get, oh, and then a murder lady. You're like, no, that's <laughs> clearly she's the murder lady. If she didn't kill Mr. Body, she's definitely killed a lot of other people. I hate that name so much. But it's B-O-D-D-Y. I know what it is. It's two Ds. That's so different. <laughs> Rowdy Body Piper. <laughs> Full name. Full name. Um, all right. So let's talk about uh, – Is Miss Scarlet going to be a finalist then? I think Miss Scarlet's in there. She should be up there. I yeah. think Professor Plum and Miss Scarlet just so far in there uh, because, A, she just <laughs> looks super murdery. Uh-huh. Let's talk about Colonel Mustard while we're talking about him. I mentioned a, a colonist – or not colonist. Did I say colonizer? Or you said you said a colonialist. Colonialist, yeah. yeah, because he looks like the British Empire in human form. Sure. He looks like Colonel TikTok. <laughs> he has the, the yeah, he, monocle. Exactly. He has the big twirly mustache. Uh, the 70, 1972 version, he has like these giant mutton chops and is easily the mm-hmm. sternest looking guy in the thing. Yeah. He's a walking pith helmet. Like he is. <laughs> walking pith helmet. That's Colonel Mustard. <laughs> and I love him. I like, I love that aesthetic. I think it's uh, jolly good. That sort of like, I mean, I don't like what, you know, what it implies about 
you know, sure. terrible 20th century behavior, but that, that's a, like the RAF, uh, the RAF, uh, old timey guy. He definitely took one of the boats over Dunkirk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, and he still tells the Dunkirk story while polishing a blunderbuss. Yeah. I personally saved 14 that day. He seems like the kind of guy who would have the cough where he's like, <laughs> when we took to the shores to pick up the men. And by the way, anytime, anytime you go surfing, please call it taking to the shores. <laughs> I'm taking to the shores. I'm sorry, did you just use mustache noises as a Dick Dale guitar? Yeah, I was Amazing. doing Walk Don't Run, but with old British coughs. <laughs> It's part of my new album, Coffin' the Oldies. Oh, I mean, he's such a fun character. When I think of Clue, he is the first character that comes to mind because I just love him. Yeah. He's he, lunacy. He feels like the kind of character that you would see in even a, in a sketch. Cause this is a caricature of, yeah. of a, of a standard murder mystery. Yeah. Someone's been murdered. It's very Agatha Christie. It's the old, like, turn of the century British. Yeah. Somebody's been killed here, and it's Ten Little Indians, right? Yes. Isn't that the plot of Ten Little Indians? They're all in one place. Yes. Yeah. It, you, it would be weird if this character was not there. You'd be right. missing, like, where's the old British guy yeah. who's mostly facial hair <laughs> and a monocle? Who's mostial, mostly facial hair and tall tales. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I was here all along. Here's what I think. I think Colonel Mustard would graphically describe to you how he murdered somebody, but it would all be BS. He would just be telling the story. And someone would be like, oh, you were not there at that time. Well, I I very well could have been. <laughs> I grabbed my saber <laughs> and plunged it into his chest. <laughs> Do you, are you okay? Do you have – you keep coughing up tiny bits of blood into that handkerchief. Just a touch of dropsy. Um, May I have a cigarette? <laughs> uh, one just fell out of your walrus mustache. Oh, goody, goody. Oh, and so did some goodies. <laughs> Lovely day. Necco wafers. That's, <laughs> a, that's the candy Colonel Mustard eats, right? Necco wafers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Necco wafers and whorehound. <laughs> Good for the throat. <laughs> uh, Colonel Mustard is so much fun. I don't think it's Colonel Mustard. You don't think it's? I him? don't think Colonel Mustard beats Professor Plum or Miss Scar. Honestly, I think Miss Scarlet's at the top of the list right now in my mind. Yeah, I, but he could be a bronze medalist in my mind. Colonel Mustard is the guy that you maybe think did it, and then he turns up dead an hour later. Yeah, and you're like, oh, first one dead. Yeah. Oh boy, you are a bad red herring. <laughs> Ooh, Herring. I remember we caught Herring off the coast of Madagascar. We took to the shores. <laughs> oh, my God. He's still coughing. <laughs> um, let's talk about Mrs. Peacock. Sure. Did Dame Helen Mirren murder someone? Did Dame Judy Dench murder someone? Did Dame Maggie Smith murder someone? Did the three of them have a baby that murdered someone? Potentially. Three dames and a baby. Yeah, I, Maggie Smith could murder someone. They yeah, all could. I guess so. Helen Mirren could hella murder people. <laughs> Did you ever see that one where she was like a? Yeah, that's right. The movie where she was like a Mossad agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the promise was that one. Those that ones. I maybe I shouldn't be. She would be. She would hate that I'm putting her with like Maggie Smith, who's like easily like uh could be her mother. Forty years older than her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maggie Smith's been ninety since she was a child, though. Yeah, she was born ninety. Yeah. Um. But Mrs. Peacock, she's the grand dame. That's what she was invented as was the dame. Yeah. Uh, in the British sense. The not dowager in the countess. Night. Yeah, the dowager countess. 
Um, again, I think much like Mr. Green, I don't think she would murder anyone. I think she would have someone murdered or she would convince someone to murder someone and no one would ever know it was her idea. Doesn't that make her the perfect murderer then? Because she's the least suspicious. You go, there's no way it would be her. That would make her the perfect murderer. Who's the, who's the, now I'm stuck on this Sherlock Holmes thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the woman who's their landlord. No, but that would be more like Mrs. White. Because she right. does like make tea for them. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, I'm here to help you make tea. Yeah. I don't know. I was we'll get to, to Mrs. White in a second. That was, ah, that was lovely. Was, yeah. Was, it was, uh, was it was so Lady Bert from Mary Poppins, right? <laughs> Dame Bert the chimney sweep. Jim, Jiminy, Jim, and Jiminy, Jim, here's your tea. <laughs> sure. I'm gonna murder you and then me. What? <laughs> um, do we think she's a killer, though? I think... I you think, think just, be, just because someone is not a good suspect for a killer doesn't make them a killer. I don't think you've ever killed anyone. That doesn't mean true. you've killed anyone. True, true, true. But in the setting of You said game, true three times. That's how many people I've killed. <laughs> the thing about Mrs. Peacock, uh-huh. one of these people trapped in this house has murdered Mr. Body. Yeah. Two Ds. Ugh. Double D Body. And there's something about her. Like, why is she there? What is her backstory other than that she's Why are rich? all of them there? Is he – does he owe her something? I don't is she, know. Is, again, for rich people, it's like he's a rival. He must be eliminated. Yeah. Did she – did he – do something to somebody in her family? Has she never liked him? And this is her chance to eliminate him once and for all and pin it on all these schlubs who have also shown up at the house? And there's five other people to take the fall for you. There's probably Miss Scarlet, right? See, she's the most obvious person to be the murderer. Yeah. But is, isn't there something if Mrs. Peacock, and I'm, I know I'm getting ahead to murder weapons, she takes the rope <laughs> and strangle someone and lifts them off the ground because she has a strength that nobody's even aware Hang of. Hang on a second. Yes. You had me until she has superhuman strength. She's just very strong. It's not superhuman, but we don't know how big you know Mr. What? Body is. If, if her tail starts to glow blue, look out because she's nuke charged and she will destroy Tokyo. Tail grows blue. Bad news for you. Tail sl- stays scaly. She's still just a lady. <laughs> Perfect. I think we're onto something here. Flawless. Yeah. I I want to mark her down. I'm just going to give a little X there. I don't want to. I don't want to eliminate her just yet. All right. So we've only eliminated Colonel she's Mustard. She's the most hilarious Mr. to imagine. Like, well, I never. And then she <laughs> murders someone. She's like gangster style, yeah. holding the revolver. She's the one that would go, "Oh goodness, yes." Well, this is certainly improprietous indeed. You're the one that improprietated, lady. <laughs> if I may. <laughs> uh, Colonel, 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 please. Please, you're getting oyster crackers everywhere. What about me? I'm Mr. Green. I got a lot of money. <laughs> uh, we're just going to play Hollywood Squares with uh, with these. Or no, we're going to play Match Game with these characters. All right. Uh, I have here, I met her in the blank with the blank. Colonel Mustard, what do you got? Deepest, darkest Africa. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop this game right now. That's where the record scratch came in. Yeah, great. Ken, put the record scratch in right Please, there. Please, Ken. All right. Uh, how about Mrs. White? She would be the one that's most like the, the landlady. Butler, yeah. Yeah. And also the butler. The butler did it. Right. And that would just be class warfare. 
sure, he's a cruel and abusive boss right. and she can't take it anymore and this is her chance to finally get right. rid of him or she is owed some – maybe they had a child together that he refuses <laughs> to support and by killing him, the child becomes the heir and she can take care of young Chester. Yeah. Chester body. Chester body. Chester, bo- Chester body white. Or white body. Chester white body. Chester sounds, white body. That sounds like a very English name. That also sounds like everybody in a old Navy catalog. <laughs> I'm Chester white body. I'm here for these polo shirts. Oh, don't you want this puffy vest? Hi, I'm Chester white body. Old Navy is like what would happen if an American Eagle got sick. <laughs> Come on in. Um, it's not Mrs. White. She's the sweet matron. Too I, I realize that I written too obvious. I realize that you um you have created like Vincent D'Onofrio style from criminal in, or criminal intent, law and yes. order, criminal intent. Criminal intent. Uh, these very very specific and detailed stories. Yes, but we do not have any any evidence or clues. Not yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. I think of these two though. Of these two who have these British matriarchs that you would least expect. Mm-hmm. Who do you expect more, Mrs. Peacock or Miss White? Mrs. White. You expect Mrs. You suspect I expect Mrs. White the class warfare more than than the more than, than more the than uh, Helen Mirren yeah. getting murder happy. This would happen. All right, now help me, Colonel Mustard. Now here's what we got. We've got Professor Plum, Miss Scarlet, and now Mrs. White in the mix. Miss Peacock is out. Okay, Mrs. Peacock is out. So do you want to pause for these and then go to the next? No, I think we should get you each one. Get to, you want to get it down. And okay. we can let them inform each other. I'm going to go – I out of these three, I would go – to me, the most interesting one is is Mrs. White. But here's the thing. Professor Plum is probably the least assuming of all the characters. But And nobody thinks of him as the Moriarty. I can't get away from this Moriarty thing now yeah. that you've mentioned it. I mean, look at this picture of him from 1972. It's like a yeah. real dope. Yeah, a real dope. He looks like Michael Jeter cosplaying as Mark Evan Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying Mark Evan Jackson is a dope. We love you, Mark. No. But look at that. He's like, yeah. mm, hey, guys, I just finished reading this book. Yeah, he's so a pipe. He's literally scratching his chin in this picture. Like, he's really leaning to the, I'm just a professor yeah. of it all. And he's got a book in his other hand. So he's like, yeah. what's that? I was reading. He is made of affectations. He has spectacles, a pipe, a bow tie, a chin scratch with one hand, and a small book in the other. And he is leaning on what looks like either a tea caddy or a chessboard. Yeah. Like... He is all affectations, just so that you think, oh, he's a mild-mannered um, professor, when in actuality, he is the greatest enemy of Sherlock Holmes, Professor Moriarty. Well, I'm circling his name. Professor Plum. Professor Plum it is. All right. Now, I'm sorry to the others, uh, Miss Scarlet. I'm Ms. sorry, Scarlet you're was, not a murderer? Miss Scarlet was, was uh, she was a very close second in my mind. We're sure you murdered some people, Miss We're Scarlet. sure you Don't murdered some people. Don't worry about it. Um, all right. Let's move on to weapons. Okay. Um, what, the adjective I thought was probably most effective, but that could get dark on a podcast real easily. <laughs> so does that one, I mean, we can still think of, because like most of these are just things you hit a person with. Yeah. Candlestick, wrench, lead pipe, rope is quiet, pistol's way too noisy. Yeah. Knife too is obvious. a knife's a bloody mess. Very obvious. There's going to be blood. Lead pipe is out of place. All right, so we are going with the uh, which would be most useful in a house full of people. All right, I think it's. I honestly, 
I think the candlestick is the least assuming because it could be in almost any of these rooms. For me, though, th- that's true. You could find a candlestick anywhere, which means in a courtroom you could argue, I just grabbed the nearest thing. Yeah. If you go into a room, if you're in the ballroom with a monkey wrench, you did not go in there to dance. I'm here to fix the balls. Yeah. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I don't know why all this. And then all of a sudden somebody got yeah. murdered. I was like, I should probably take my wrench and leave. But then you came here and said I had to stay. So here I am, wrench in hand. That's tomato sauce from lunch on it. <laughs> Your Professor Plum is impeccable. Wait, I'm uh, sorry, Professor. You yeah. were all affectations before toward professoring. Why are you wearing that plumber's tool belt now? And you've got that monkey wrench and... I was, and I can see your butt crack. It was all a shroud. Oh! But He's I'm good. Poorly planned. As smart as I am at committing crimes, I'm terrible at covering them up. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here goes the colonel again. Um, Do you want to pick up whatever just fell out of your mustache? Oh, my goodness. Most of a turkey. Um... <laughs> uh... So here's the thing with candlestick, though. Yeah. Um, for me, mm-hmm. if you are in a house that is ornately beautiful, somebody's going to notice if something is amiss, right? Mm-hmm. Seems like the only one that you can do this with that's not going to get blood everywhere is a rope. That's true. Right? Because all the rest of these candlesticks got sharp edges. Lead pipe, wrench. You hit someone with those. You're going to make a mess of that house. Yeah, but the, here's the thing. The rope that they have, the game piece, which is I think has remained the same throughout time. It's plastic. It's not a rope. It's But it's so much rope. <laughs> it's so I guess, much yeah, rope. like like proportionally, it looks like you have a lot of rope. It's like well, you can use a piano wire. Well, do you kill them by, by wrapping it around them all the way and then pulling it so they spin so hard yeah. like a top that their head falls off? Or they – no, they go through the floor like a drill. Oh, down into hell. Yeah. I see. What is the amount of rope? I mean, like we were holding that against it? The amount yeah. of rope? Yeah. Well, um, if we're holding it against things, then the gun should not win at all. Never. Because this is stupid. This has always driven me crazy. And now I'm going to sound like uh, a total um actually, but I don't care. It's called the revolver in the game. And actually on this version, it says pistol. But in every version I've played, it's revolver. it says revolver. Mm-hmm. And it is never a revolver. It is a, in the, it, most versions, I think I've seen it be a revolver once. It's like a flintlock. It is a, no, it's, um, the, the 1972 version looks like a flintlock. Yeah. I think that's the only one I've seen. Okay. The rest of them, every other version I've seen, it's a semi-automatic. Oh, it's like a Beretta? It's not a revolver. Yeah, that's a problem. The original version. That's why it's pistol now. Yeah. But it should be a revolver. I like it as a revolver, but. It's not, it's, it's like the cart, and even, it drives me even more crazy when the cart has a picture of it. And it shows a semi-automatic pistol, and it says revolver on the card. I don't know why that bothers me so much. I'm like, you did not do your due diligence, board game. They should have cards for the house pets. That's a picture of a bird. It just says (laughs) dog on it. Yeah, exactly. Are we assuming that this crime, this isn't one of those things where the lights cut out, and then you heard like a scream and something breaking, and then the lights came back on. They're all posed in horror as Mr. Body is dead. Well, I think we as assume this happened away from everybody else. Yes. And also this could have happened in any room at any point because uh, all of these rooms and we'll get to this. All of these rooms are like these. I don't know what these rich British people do, but holy cow, this house, it's got like 
my apartment. You're in my apartment right now. Yes. I have a living room, a kitchen, a bedroom, a bathroom, a little breakfast nook. Yes. This house has a hall, a lounge, a ballroom, a billiard room, a library, and a study. Like, these are... The fact that there's a library and a study is lunacy to me. That's just so there are plenty of rooms where this murder could happen. Yeah. Um. So I don't think it's the gunshot, lights out, crash, lights on. Mister Body with two D's is now Mister Body with one D. Mm-hmm. Um. That said, I don't know. Basically, it's not knife and it's not pistol. And the lead pipe and the wrench are the same. They're ba- yeah, and so is the candlestick. In the game, you're trying to figure out how they were killed. Mm-hmm. So it's who, how, and where. Yeah. The how, if there's a bullet wound, you can be pretty sure yeah. how they did it. Unless you just turn the gun around and hit him with the handle. Right. Then – At which point you should have just picked up the candlestick. Yeah. The knife is – that's also very obvious. Mm-hmm. So the only one that really could be used where you might not know is the rope. But even then, you'd, they'd have marks around their neck. Yeah. Unless I'm thinking more for sound. What if they're like Private Santiago and you just put a handkerchief in their mouth and the lactic acidosis <laughs> takes them? You can't handle the truth. We just watched that on the 4th of July. Of course you did. I watched Air Force One. Beautiful. And National Treasure. Of course. <laughs> Where they go to Philadelphia, um, yeah. So, but I, I do like the idea that, uh, that the candlestick Here's a, a vote for the candlestick. Yeah. The candlestick could be anywhere and yes. could be picked up in any room. Absolutely. The lead pipe or the wrench, you really are, are making a stretch when you're saying, oh, no, no, I just uh, I just had this in here. The gun and the knife are not even trying. They're like, we are murder weapons. <laughs> um, the candlestick, every room in this, it, after listing off those rooms, every room has a candlestick. And I'm going to go aggregate to the whole concept of the game Clue now. Mm-hmm. When you think about the game Clue, which weapon do you think of? The revolver. Oh, I always think of the candlestick. Oh, that's it's true. The only it's thing, always this it's, in here with the candlestick. Yeah, it's the only game. It's the only yeah, you're right. time I've ever thought of a candlestick as a weapon is when this game did it. And I was like, you're right, Clue. A candlestick is a weapon. Uh, the In Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, mm-hmm. which is a great sequel, an unheralded yeah, sequel. Very good. When they're playing Death mm-hmm. to, to return to go to heaven, I think. And they play Clue. He says, I believe it was Colonel Mustard in the library with the candlestick. So even then, the candlestick, yeah. like it was the funniest. So it's got the hard, the hard K sound at the end of it. That Sunshine Boys bit. Yeah. But also practically as a murder weapon, there are so many of them. Not only would they be in every room, but if one went missing, you might not notice right away. Smart. It's the candlestick. candlestick. All right, we have Professor Plum and the candlestick. Why don't we take a short break? And yep. when we come back, this is a big one. There are nine of these. Uh, we're going to pick the funniest room to get murdered the in. The funniest room. Since the dawn of time, screenwriters have taken months to craft their stories. But now, three Hollywood professionals shall attempt the impossible. Break a story in one hour. That's right. Here on Story Break, I, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, the creators behind award-winning shows like Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Now, an awesome movie starts with an awesome title. I chose The Billionaire's Marriage Valley. Mine was Christmas Pregnant Paradise. (laughs) Okay, next we need a protagonist. So I've heard Wario best described as Libertarian (laughs) Mario. And of course, every great movie needs a stellar pitch. In order to 
to get to heaven, sometimes you got to raise a little hell. <laughs> That's the tagline! <laughs> Check out Story Break every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the live wrestling spectacular in Los Angeles. So far, the world's most boring wrestling podcast has been destroying the competition. Isn't there anyone who can save us from this travesty? Wait, could it be? It's Titan Fights, the perfect wrestling podcast. Titan Fights is here to save us from the monotony of boring wrestling podcasts with hilarious conversations. Woke trips through the history of wrestling. And joke about the finer points of people wearing spandex. What a match! And the Tights and Fights podcast will be back every week. Thursdays on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Please, these hosts have families. Tights and Fights podcast. Tights and Fights. All right. We're back. It was the Max Fun Shows in the commercial break yeah. with the ads. <laughs> I'm going to open up the tiny envelope. You are correct. You just beat me again. Hooray! Now you have to murder me. <laughs> oh, God. Curl mustard. Um, all right. Here are our rooms. We have rooms that exist in every house the din- or in many homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kitchen, the dining room, the hall. Actually, let's talk about the hall. Is this like... Like there's a hallway. I have a hallway. Yeah. But I, is this, this is a great hall. This is not like yeah. This is not like a hallway. This is like this is like where the Iron Throne is. Yes, it's a this giant is room. The hall, like the like where the family tapestries hang. Yeah. I feel like that's the least funny place. To yeah, be. that's that's garbage. We're not going in the hall because I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> By the way, the nineteen the nineteen seventy two version. One thing I love about the board itself. That 1972 version has a lot of great things going on and a lot of terrible things going on. Yeah. Uh, the great things are the pictures, mm-hmm. uh, uh, on the cards of the characters and the, uh, the, I encourage everyone to look them up, uh, and the, um, the weapons. Yeah. What is not, and the, even the cards for the rooms are great. They're all photographs. It's one of the only ones where it's, I think maybe the only one where it's all photographs. That's yeah, all drawn. But the, uh, the rooms on the board are just, Either what the wallpaper in that room looks like mm-hmm. or what the flooring in that room looks like. Yeah. It's like it's not – you know, most of the other versions are an overhead view and you're looking down and you're like, oh, cool. Look at the room. It's like there's the there's all the bookshelves in the library and he's got his easy chair and a little desk. No, this is just for, – uh, for kitchen, it's just like – crappy pastoral wallpaper. Yeah. They're all different things like that, <laughs> which I kind of love that that's like the most seventies thing you could do is just have, well, it's just do a bunch of groovy wallpapers as the rooms guys, maybe a little bit of parquet flooring in one of them. I think that's the, uh, the ballroom. Yes. For the dancing. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be a room with a lot of stuff in it. Me, right. Yeah. Like stuff to, if there, if a struggle is going to ensue things that you can fall over and through and out of. Sure. Imagine Frank Drebin were involved. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which would be the most hilarious. If we had Frank Drebin from Police Squad involved, which I think we can eliminate rooms based on that. The, the lounge? I think the hall, the lounge, and the ballroom. Yeah. Because there's not really a ton in there. The lounge is – it's just a chaise lounge is yes. the only thing in that room. Um, and maybe a glove draped over it. I think sure. that was what was in the uh, – in. The, I think there's just like a picture of a glove. In just the, one glove. Yeah. One sad glove. Um. Dining room is a hilarious room for a now, – now I'm just picturing the murder fight scene. Yeah, dishes breaking. Yeah, dishes breaking everywhere. But 
if the dining room is great for that, is the kitchen greater? Yes, of course it is. The kitchen is a huge contender for this one. Yeah, you have the victim reaching into a drawer to pull out a knife and then pulls out the hand crank egg beater by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still wielding it and turning the crank. Yeah, look, I've already committed to it. I'm not going to turn it down now. Yeah, stay back or I'm going to catch something in this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. The yes. conservatory. The conservatory is the music room. Okay, I always thought it was... I was I mixed it up with an observatory and thought there was a telescope in there. See, and I mixed it up with like there's a word for a greenhouse that sounds kind of like conservatory and it's not coming to my head right now. Um or maybe there isn't and I just am an idiot. But there's um there's plants in every version of the game. That mm-hmm. room, going back to the 60s versions where they actually drew the rooms out, that room is full of plants. Okay. So I kind of love that room that it the conservatory is the music room, I right. think. It's, it is like, it, but, but the piano is in the ballroom. Mm. Murder with a piano. We did maybe eliminated the ballroom too early. Cause he like somebody getting bling, their head, bling, getting their head bling, slammed bling, into bling, a, uh, into a grand, into a baby grand like lid. Like the Beethoven Muppet who yeah. couldn't get the songs right. <laughs> sure. It's pretty good. Uh, anyway, but if the conservatory is the music room, this is where you sit and play your violin. Yeah, there's probably a tuba in there. Very funny sure. instrument. Very funny instrument. But also, it has all those plants. Mm-hmm. And a million potted plants is also a hilarious thing for a murder struggle. <laughs> Especially if they're falling off a shelf and hitting people. Back. Yeah, exactly. Now, I don't know if it beats just the sheer volume of crap in a kitchen. No, there's no way it does. Like, there's a kitchen no is so far the funniest, I yeah. think. A billiard room is good. You billiard room, you have a great prop. Yeah. No, nah, you got like, I was going to say you only have one good prop, but you have like three good props. You got the balls. You got the balls, the triangle, and the cues. Mm-hmm. The rack. The yeah. balls, the rack, the cues. Maybe that one cue that's got the little, uh, the little, the little bridge, the bridge. cue. Yeah, yeah, the bridge cue. The yeah. bridge cue. Um, the chalk. <laughs> I don't know. You've got the chalk. You've got a. You got the chalk. Now, 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 now. You got the cue ball. Um, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if there's enough variety. There's not enough in the billiard room. Now the library, falling books. I mean, the library. The thing is, ah, that's so good because you have a lot, a lot of little props. Mm-hmm. But together they become a Voltron of one giant prop, which is this huge bookshelf. Yep. The ladder with that wheels are we- Oh, wheelie ladder is so good. Wheelie ladder. Yeah, wheelie ladder in the library is good. Um, is there a bar in the library? Probably. Yeah, like the big globe that bends in half. And is there's a bar that in, in the, the study. I was thinking giant nah, globe. that's probably in the study. Is the globe in the study? Globe that's the thing. So the many study. of these rooms are so similar. I feel like the study is the room that's like a museum. So there's like suit of armor. Oh, sure. Stuffed jaguar. Phrenology head. Phrenology head. Um, bar. Yeah. yeah. Globe. Definitely globe. Desk with the two pens. Yeah, I guess the library. The library is you go, you go from the study to the library to choose a volume off the shelf. Yeah. Now the study, I mean the study between those two. The library with the, with the, does the amazingly cool ladder of the library and the big bookshelf, does that trump all the potential weird Victorian oddities in the study? Oh, I think the Australopithecus would hit the butt <laughs> of the ladder any day of the week. I love the ladder. Sure, sure. But if you have a full size skeleton of something. Yeah. And also, it's kind of the most potentially in this Victorian house that we're imagining. Mm-hmm. It is the most macabre room. Yes. Depending on who's cooking and what they're making. There could be a big pig's head in the kitchen. There could be, but that would um, be normal for me. Right. Then. 
I'm going to be honest. For me right now, there are two contenders, and it is the kitchen and the study. We already know that it's Professor Plum. We already know he's using a candlestick. Would you would you agree with those two being the primary yes. contenders? Yes, I agree. I I want it to be the study. I want I, do too. I want the Wright brothers playing. <laughs> That's hanging from the ceiling to be involved. Like the, yeah, in the study, the idea of the study to me is the room of oddities. Yeah, the live gorilla that's kept in a cage gets yeah. loose. No, that'll <laughs> mustard. Is that your ape? He came from my mustache. <laughs> a full-size gorilla fell out of your mustache. Only last week during supper. Where'd you get the cage? Costco. I want all that creepy, weird stuff to be involved. Oh, yeah. I mean, the image right now. Like, the image right now of Professor Plum and Mr. Body having a struggle in the study while uh, Colonel Mustard is trying to wrangle the gorilla that fell out of his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's very rare. He's a silver front. <laughs> And and somehow, even though she may be in another room, yeah. uh, Miss Scarlet's silhouette with the cigarette holder is in the door. <laughs> she could be in a totally different room, but her silhouette just stays in that glass vintage door. That picture in the box makes her look like young Morticia Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know what? Have we done it? I think we've done it. Open up the uh, Open up the envelope sitting in the middle of the table and well, let's see if we got it right. People of the world, we're ready to make an accusation. All right. Mr. Body was murdered by Professor Plum in the study with the candlestick. And some funky stuff went down. Right. It was crazy. Let me open this up. Open the envelope, please. Asked and answered. There it is. Thank you, Kristen, who somehow knows a lot about Mark's past <laughs> for this topic. Uh, but this has been solved, but there are many other topics out there. That's right. So reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or you can email us. We got this podcast at gmail.com or share your stories of Clue and Cluedo at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you, as always, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, who we would love to curl up by the fire in a great big Victorian mansion where nobody gets murdered. Nobody. Just a regular party in a nice Just house. a good time, for God's yeah. sakes. God. For Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. And don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported